No Simple Road is stoked to have Sunset Lake CBD back with us as our sponsor. Sunset Lake is the real deal. If you've looked around trying to find CBD and it just didn't do what it was supposed to do, this is the place you need to go. They've got every kind of product you can imagine, including CBD tinctures with sleep gummies that are great for getting to bed, CBD gummy bears and reishi infused chews that can help bring you a little bit of calm in a stressful day. They've got salve. They've got smokable hemp flower that's great for folks like me that don't want to get stoned and paranoid, but want to have the benefits of cannabis. Well, now you got it. And they even carry CBD products for your pets, man. I'm saying this is Darwin approved stuff. Go over to sunsetlakecbd.com and check out the full range of what they have. This is Vermont grown right to your door and they're giving you 20% off. So put in the promo code NSR20 when you're checking out. You're going to get 20% off your whole order. And I know you're going to love it. They even have subscription options open for you. So you don't forget to get your medicine. Go check out Sunset Lake CBD, everybody. Long distance runner, what you standing there for? Get, get out up, to get fire up. on the mountain. Go get yourself something to eat. You got family coming into town. You're sitting there staring at a big bowl of old mashed potatoes and stuffing laying on the table. Or you tired of cooking for 19 people in the house. Best thing to do if you live in Denver or Portland is go jump in your little automobile and go over to fire on the mountain. Yeah, let's make the cooking over. for you. Yeah. And they got specials at each of the locations. At the Burnside location, they got a Caribbean style pulled pork, dill pickle, and provolone cheese stuffed into a torta bun. Hmm. And serve with your choice of a side. They also have these amazing garlic parmesan fries. Serve with a side of garlic parmesan aioli. Mm. And then the Fremont location has the meatball sub. Meatball sub. House-made pork and beef meatballs and a house marinara, mozzarella, pepperoncinis, and parsley. Served with, with your choice of a side. And then my favorite, the blue cheese stuffed mushrooms. Mushrooms. Fried to a crispy golden brown in their beer batter and served with a side of sweet chili aioli. What's Interstate got going on? Well, now? the Interstate's got, um, they're bringing back by popular demand the blue cheese fried mushrooms Ooh. and the fried slice of New York style cheesecake. Wait, what? A what? Fried slice of New York style cheesecake. Fried slice of New York <laughs> style cheesecake, cheesecake. Yeah. drizzled oh. with your choice of passion fruit, jalapeno sauce, or chocolate sauce. Dang. I mean, come on. Seriously, after all that turkey cook and all that stuff, you're going to be tired of that. You want something different. Let's go to Fire on the Mountain. Check it out, you guys. And here's the deal. Three locations in Portland, two in Denver to serve you. If you're not in one of those places and we just made you really hungry, don't be sad. Go to PortlandWings.com. Grab yourself some of that sauce cook it up you got the experience at home so go to portlandwings.com or at f-o-t-m on instagram you can see pictures of all this stuff you're gonna love it fire on the mountain you lost an hour or wait you gained an hour wait which is it we fell fall back, back. Fall back. An hour. that's right and you know what shop tour bus gained some reprints they reprinted <laughs> their row jimmy their china cat sunflower and their i know you rider tees and hoodies it won't cure but it definitely will help yeah. Those seasonal blues that you get. When you get a new crisp tea or a nice warm hoodie for the season, you really can up your attitude game. The, yeah. <laughs> and who who would have thought that ordering clothing from Shop Tour Bus would help your attitude? Well, it helps your attitude because when you get whatever you ordered, you are going to get fun little extras, possibly even a bootleg. What were you going to say, bootleg. Apple? You looked like you had something on the tip of your tongue you wanted to say there for a second. No. I was just looking. I was I was actually I was looking at these. I realized I need a row Jimmy shirt because I'm a Jimmy. You definitely right. need that Jimmy. Yeah. Uh, you know what? When you order yours and it is the holiday time for that Grateful Dead fan in your family or a Grateful Dead adjacent human being that you know and love that you need something for, go to shoptourbus.com. When you order it, you're going to get it in a hand design box beautiful box it's got it all over print of one of their designs on it's like mel said it's got all those extras and it might even have a bootleg in there for you a real cassette tape bootleg so go to shoptourbus.com or at shoptourbus on instagram make sure when you check out you put in the promo code no No simple Simple road Road, all one word and you are going to get free shipping because you and they are part of the no simple road family We're so excited to tell you a bit about today's sponsor, 
Music Masters Collective. They are a nonprofit organization that produces unique music events, providing opportunities for fans and artists to meet and collaborate in an inspired and creative atmosphere. Music Masters Collective events give you the opportunity to learn from world-class musicians like Otil Burbridge, Steve Earle, Richard Thompson, former members of the band, the Mel Carton Kids, Nikki Glaspy, the Fab Foe, and Sean Colvin, and so many more. At an event like the Milk Carton Kids Sad Song Summer Camp, happening this July, you can expect immersive classes, evenings of entertainment, excellent food, and a space for a lucky group of folks to learn, co-write, workshop, and perform with like-minded peers, all with the guidance of Kenneth Pattengale, Joey Ryan, and some of their favorite songwriters. This all-inclusive week in the Catskill Mountains of upstate New York is guaranteed to be magical. Scholarships are available and spots are extremely limited. So visit www.sadsongsummercamp.com forward slash simple to learn more. That's www.sadsongsummercamp.com forward slash simple. Check it out. Hey everyone, Chris Pandolfi from the infamous String Dusters here to let you know that my podcast Inside the Musician's Brain is back on the airwaves for season four, which means it's time once again to get deep with influential musicians from all across the musical landscape to really understand and translate the lessons of success, failure, inspiration, and hard work that are behind the music and the artists that we love. My guests this season include Rachel Price from Lake Street Dives, Sam Bush, Chris Wood, Chris Funk from The Decemberists, Lindsay Liu, MC Taylor from His Golden Messenger, and more. Check us out, and thanks for listening. That was really fun talking yeah. to him, man. Phil Hanley was dope. Yes, he is a very, very funny man. We've had some fun people on the show lately. Yeah. Hey, now. No Zipper Road family. It's Aaron. It's Mel. And it's Apple. Are you doing burping over there? No. Was that what that Why are you looking over in the corner? Oh, yeah. You were burping. Okay. That was being polite, not burping to my... Yes, I burped, Aaron. Thank you. Excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we're riding to work with you. It's Monday. Good muppy. Good morning. Muppy. Good muppy. Good, good muppy. Good. Well, there's wow. a new one for the No Simple Road Dictionary. Good muppy. You got a spanky booty on a good muppy. Yeah. yeah. A good muppy is a Monday and you're happy about it. All right. Yeah. yeah easy like. Wow. Oh, wait, that's Sunday morning. Yeah. No, you're muppy like Monday morning. Yeah. Muppy like Monday morning. Um, so we've recovered. From last week's frivolities and chicanery at the Hootenanny. I feel like that was like um, some bonding, some good family bonding and emotional elevation. I yes, I will third that emotion that going to that. I will show, second that since you jumped right over the second. Well, you said you yeah, so I, I thirded oh, okay. it. I, going to that show was. The most fun that and the after party from Green Sky was the most fun I've had in a while. I, it left me like the entire week. I was thinking about how much fun that was. I was I was too. But then I think I laughed because right before that we had gone to Eugene and that was like, oh, that was the, the best fun I've ever had in my whole life, too. Yeah, yeah. As, as usual, that, the, the, the latest thing we did is our new favorite. But and, and if you're living life right, that's how it should be. It really should be. Um, it's Monday right now, and it's a couple of days after. But I want to say happy birthday to my grandson, <gasps> Jasper. He's oh, 11, 11, baby. 11 win. You are four, four years, years old, my old, man. Baby. And you are the most handsome, charismatic, funny Sweet, 
and strange little boy I have ever met and in my whole I, life, and I love you more than anything. I, I love I love kids with their. Aaron was just telling me that his new thing is Star Wars. Yep, yeah. it was He's Batman before well, he was fighting crime all over L.A. and other parts of the country. He was. It was, was. His Batman, costume. but he went to Florida, and Florida, his cousin is highly advanced in age. <laughs> Two more years older he's than him, <laughs> so he's bringing down that influence of the you know. That's Star where the Star Wars, Wars influence came from. He okay. has a, an incredible lightsaber that Jasper was enamored with, that, and that it, one just personally excites me because I was a Star Wars me geek. Too. I, I remember in nineteen seventy seven going with mom, dad, and my sister. Stand in line at the Parkway One Two Three Theater down by the Boulevard Mall. That's where I saw it too. That's the, the there wasn't a lot of theaters back in the seventies. I in saw Vegas. it. So yep. We stood in line and we went and saw it. And I was sprung at seven. Let's no, I was yeah, I was eight, seven, eight years old. And ever since then, and I love seeing like riders into Star Wars. Star Wars has just continued to. So you were you were seven. Impress. You were seven. Uh, 77, yeah, May 77, I would either just turned eight or I was still okay, seven. Okay, so I was either five or six. I think it came out in June, so I would have been eight. And for the longest time, Star Wars reminded me of weed. Okay? And here's why. My uncle and my two uncles and my cousin and I went to the Parkway 123 theaters to go see Star Wars. Oh, and they all got high. And we were in one of like the... You know, like the mystery machine vans. Yeah. And they hotboxed the shit out of that thing before we went in. And I was so young that I didn't know that that was weed. Every My mom and dad smoked weed my entire childhood. And they my dad told me it was English tobacco. <laughs> that sounds like something your dad would say. And so I thought it was English tobacco. And he must have told them to tell me it was English tobacco. So... They, I can picture that too. Uh, just tell Aaron it's English tobacco. That's what we do. Yeah. <laughs> it, and it was always in a a C's candy box. You remember the the rectangular? What? No, no. It was a rectangular white box. Yeah. And the the lid, like yeah. you know what I'm talking about? Yes. And there was always seeds and stems in one side, and the weed in another, with a rolling machine and papers. And I used to play with the rolling machine. I'll never forget it. Anyway. When we were going to see Star Wars, they hotboxed the van, and it was the first time that, like, I was, I knew something weird was going on. So, Star Wars for my entire childhood reminded me of the smell of weed. Anytime I smelled weed, right. it reminded me of Star Wars. Isn't that strange? Well, Chewbacca Sense was memory. a Wookiee. That's true. <laughs> he was the, the, the OG Wook. You know, it, it's a trip how, like, when you're a kid, and random shit happens like that. It imprints in your mind mm-hmm. and it's stuck with you forever. Like, here's another one. When I would go to my grandma's house, she would put always put Cool Whip on my chocolate pudding. Whip, cool Whip? Cool Whip. <laughs> and she would call it Goop. Do you want Goop on your chocolate pudding? And okay. forever, Cool Whip, when I would taste Cool Whip, would remind me of my grandma. Like the taste of it would make memories of my grandma pop up. Okay. That makes sense. You got any like that? Like that sensory. Um, I mean, I was so young and my grandma died very early, so I don't really have too many uh, memories of my grandmother like that. No. No. I mean, no, I mean, not I, just I a have grandma memory. of any like, like sense memories, sense memories. Like the smell of a I'm black just, and mild cigar. Or oh, well, yeah. Swisher Sweets is not black and mild. The Swisher Sweets definitely reminds me of my uncle every time that I smell like, and <laughs> I know it's gross, but like when you poop and you, <laughs> you've just smoked, it reminds me of when I was little and I, my mom, she would smoke in the, in the bathroom when she was like pooping. <laughs> so you and get so like a poop smoke yeah smell. it's a weird like annoying childhood memory because i hated smoke i hated when I, my mom would smoke so it, even though <clears throat> my whole life with you's been smoking it reminds me of my mom still because it's that same smell my oh, whole life uh, okay what about you apple you got any well weird- uh, since you say i have a lot of weird ones but this is one of my favorite ones since you brought up grandma's 
Uh, do you guys know what cheeky cream is? No, I do <laughs> no. not. Nobody. I realized <laughs> I as I got to. older that nobody knows what cheeky cream is because that's not what it's called. You go to buy it in the store. It's like the it's like the cream Johnson and Johnson cream and the pink. It used to be a pink jar that's for putting on babies when they get like diaper rash. It kind of looks like Noxzema. It's uh, that like white, yeah. white cream. Oh, yeah, yeah, we, yes. That kind. Well, when we were growing Desitin. up, my grandma always called it cheeky cream. And so until <laughs> I was, I don't know, older, well into school, I called it cheeky cream. And then I forgot, somebody was like, you mean diaper rash cream? <laughs> like that, like a friend was like, like this stuff that my mom uses on my little brother or something. And I'm like... Yeah, okay, but my my grandma used to use that like lotion. She'd rub it on her arms and stuff. And those rolling into Walgreens. Um, excuse me, cheeky you cream? Tell me where the cheeky cream is. <laughs> yeah, but the the, it like, has a certain fuck? smell that reminds me of that, and also one that reminds always reminds me of childhood, which I love the fucking taste of children's bare aspirin. They don't even make that shit anymore no. as far as I know. You know what I'm talking about? It's that weird yeah, orange. Yeah, it tastes like orange. Yeah. It, it, that was that Flint, uh, Flintstone vitamins for me. I love oh, God, those. Flintstone vitamins. So they, they used to have the, like, it was a bare orange children's aspirin and it tasted like weird orange, orange chalk. Ch- chalk. Yeah. <laughs> and, but yeah. it was good when you were a kid, yeah. like for whatever oh, yeah. reason. I love that stuff. Because it was like specials, like in a little package. And you were usually and, like, not feeling good mm-hmm. when you got yeah, a I, well, I imagine Mel may have had the same thing since you brought up Flintstones. Like we had Flintstones. My mom used to have to hide like I got children's sick. medicine oh, from me yeah. because I would like binge on it. You were a little drug addict. <laughs> yeah. <Binge on laughs> yeah. <laughs> little, I remember little too, Jimmy my, Mike. my favorites were picking out and it, and it made my sister mad because you're not supposed to pick out your characters why not you just get what you get when you dump out flintstones i like dinos there's a rule i like oh, the really? little dinos. i like the purple ones fred i wait think that was fred wait wait, wait back, back and fuck up there's no rules but there's her, no his, rules when you're dumping but you his, could pick whatever you want okay Mr. older brothers and sisters I was just can do say, whatever they you want. have older siblings that picked on you brutally oh, like yeah. my sister she didn't let that know you get what you get you don't and you get don't a fit yeah <laughs> Yeah, kind of like you get what you get, and that that's the way it's played. And well, I was like, all right, whatever, and I'd go pick them all out. Back to back to recovering from last week. <laughs> um, yeah, this whole week was like, it was really cool. Like an an afterglow that lasted a really long time, and it made me um, really grateful for the people that are in our lives, the Raverts and Cody and Bree and Audrey and Jason and Abe Abe and all of them, man, just like our friends that we have here in Portland are just the most amazing, special, rad fucking people ever. And sometimes like you just start going through your, your day to day and you can forget the gravity and the specialness of the people that are around you. And that night green sky and that night out and the hanging out here at the house afterward was one of those, like, like a snapshot memory moment of like a reminder of that. You know what I mean? Or like, even for me, I, I wouldn't even say reminder. It was like, actively happening like these are the good moments that are happening right now in our life that sometimes you know I think when especially myself when I live too fast and just my haste of quickness you don't really enjoy it but that specific night time seemed to slow down and it just felt so good for so long (laughs) (laughs) the night felt so good for such a long time and it just made like the that impact like that mental impact of something that is a a trauma but in a good way you know what i mean it leaves the opposite exactly it leaves a lasting impression in uh, positively and it yeah it definitely lingered into most of this week for me as well Oh, yeah, definitely. And I, I got to say this. I, I'll quit saying it eventually and everything. But one of my favorite things, and she has been at many shows with us now, is turning around and seeing Brie mm. at oh, the yeah. shows with us now. You know, and, and she's been she's to hilarious. enough. Now. I, 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 t- I said it to her again the other night and she was like, 
you say this every time. And I was like, it still feels new and special. I just love, it makes Cody so happy. It makes all us so happy. And Bree is such an awesome sister. She is so like snarky and sharp witted and a prankster. And she just adds a whole new barrel of fun. And she looked dope with her new bangs too. She (laughs) looked adorable. And I mean, I know we talked about it last week, but I went back and listened to the Green Sky show that we were at. They fucking threw down, man. That, for the last year since last New Year's Eve, I've been playing my guitar every day. And not that I didn't understand what it takes to be a musician, but I have a newfound, like, respect for that even deeper a deeper understanding of what that means and like the commitment that it takes and the hours of practice and the the just the that drive, commitment is real the drive to to just even figuring out one fucking fiddle tune man is huge so to be able to get up there and blow people's minds is such a rad gift and talent fuck genre forget any of that shit like if you can get up there and blow people's minds in that crowd you're dope like it may not be my cup of tea but you're dope you Mm -hmm. got up there and people's jaws were on the floor like you're rad that dobro holy shit man that's my favorite saying about that i say it all that dobro bro it (laughs) it anders Oh man, he just he shakes the foundation of everywhere they play with that dobro. It's haunting, and and um, I was like, when the dust had settled and like it, it was maybe Tuesday or Wednesday, I was like, well, you know, it's the holidays now. It's it's hunker down time. We don't have any shows scheduled. Like on the if you go to the No Simple Road website, there's nothing on the calendar of events and like nothing going on right now. And I was like, that's cool, you know, and. It is good to have that time. It's good to have like a time to chill out and be with your family and cook and enjoy the holidays and enjoy your grandkid yeah. and do all that stuff. And it's a trip. And, and we've talked about this before on the show of like living in in um, in Oregon as opposed to living in Las Vegas, like the procession of the seasons throughout the year and being connected to that and um, being a part of the ebb and flow of the energy of the earth. And like, um, it's a trip to be witness to it and be present for it and to like see that it's happening and be a part and, of it. And, and to feel it in your soul yeah. in your heart, everything, the changing of the seasons, it really affects you up it, here. It does. Right. Right now we're going into fall driving to work this morning where I drive down Brookwood it's, it's, up, so it's out by the Nike campus, kind of where I mean, the Nike campus is gigantic, but it's out that way by Intel or anything and bright oranges and yellows yep. all of a sudden, just we, like within a couple of like, boom. Mm-hmm. And so many leaves like their workers are out there, the piles of leaves and everything that are falling. It's just it's, like such an appreciate when you live in Oregon, there's such an appreciation for natural beauty. And I remember when I very first got here from Vegas, I'd been so used to enhanced beauty as a the norm coming to a place where natural beauty is the the one that everybody is like wanting or, or going after. It was a, such a change in the way that I was thinking. But are you talking about like it's both in the in the landscape and personally yes yes oh wow because las vegas was all about like building like these cool hotels and they were themed and it was all artificial Ah. it wasn't that it wasn't beautiful it was art excuse me artificial yeah trees that weren't native yeah nothing is indigenous yeah so you come here (laughs) and not only Again, the aesthetic of the people is natural, but so is the aesthetic of the environment. Yeah. And so it just, it it enhances that part of nature that is so like 
it's it's awe-inspiring. yeah it's all exactly it's like hard to even put into words it's you know looking out like i was at work the other day and same thing the oranges and greens and burgundy and dark red looking out the window and it was like I just fell in love with it. Just looking at it. It's like when I, we first moved here in the summer and seeing all the green trees and the clear skies and the birds and the chipmunks and everything. It's just, it's very awe inspiring this time of year. Yeah. And yeah. there's, and then the, 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 there's so many color, like there's so many different colors of oranges and reds and greens yeah. and everything. You yeah. realize when you live somewhere like this, we took a walk, my boss and one of my coworkers today, we all took a walk together and like we went and walked around our little campus and just within the past week, it looks like the trees are on fire. Like yeah. there's there's these one bushes that are the deepest red color I've ever seen. It looks fake. It looks like somebody who came and painted each leaf red. Well, I know those Japanese maples yeah. are really right fiery. This is like a topiary, like well, a bush. Well, no, I'm, yeah. I'm saying that those Japanese maples definitely have their own deep, dark that, red. That one house across the mm-hmm. street, if you down, it, ha- it has so many colorful uh, trees and bushes and stuff but in their it, yard. This time of year, like, obviously, this is the my birthday time and and the holiday time and I was thinking today I wanted to ask you guys this and I I think I know with Mel but um holidays mean something different to everybody like I'm I'm not talking about like I fucking hate Christmas when I was a kid I'm not talking about traumas I'm talking about like your view of holidays overall and like you as an adult now we're well adjusted we have a beautiful family awesome friends like for you what's your favorite holiday what's my what's my favorite holiday yeah and why flag day because i really like flag oh that's cool <laughs> i can go uh, with that so mel what's yours no go ahead up. ash wednesday yes oh uh i I mean, I'd, I'd have to say Christmas is my favorite holiday. Uh, Why? It, it just brings up the, well, like for childhood, it just brings up the memories of the whole family getting together. We'd have big Christmases. At, we'd go to my uh, my mom's side of the family. We'd go to my grandma and grandpa's. We did a Christmas Eve thing. Okay. And we'd go down in a tradition they always did that was cool. They would... They would save, my grandma and grandpa would save change all year long. All their change would go into like sparklets bottle and it would end up being quite a bit. <clears throat> and up till when my cousin Ashley was born in 76, it was just me and my sister for your, we'd go down there on Christmas Eve and they would come out with coffee cans and my grandpa had a sparklets, the old glass ones, the heavy duty ones. Mm-hmm. And they'd put out this blanket. In fact, I have the blanket. It's the alpaca Jesus, blanket man. that's somewhere in this house, the brown one that's kind of itchy. They'd put <laughs> that down on the ground in the living room. And he'd say, okay, sit down. We'd sit down, and they'd come out, and they'd just start dumping piles of change. It would be like a small little mountain, you know. I'm sure being a child, it was much larger. But we would end up with about three, 400 bucks a piece in, in change. Holy shit. And, and it was a whole thing. They, it, would, it was a brilliant idea because it would keep me and my sister occupied as kids while the grownups could do their thing and whatever and have their little party. And we would roll the coins and sit there. I mean, it would be all evening. And my aunt would get down and we'd roll the coins and everything and then split it up at the end of the night. And then my cousins were born. They're into, you know, Ashley and Abby. There ended up being four of us. And it was a tradition that just carried on. Then the next day we would go to my dad's side of the family, the Apple family, which just like it sounds, Apple family are a bunch of fruits and nuts. And (laughs) that was like a bunch of cousins and a lot of aunts and uncle. I got three aunts and an uncle on my dad's side. And then they all, and well, all, almost all of them had kids. And it would just be a big free-for-all. And it was nuts. I tell you, like my grandpa Apple, he was, he, was a cl- he was an accountant professionally, but he was also a shriner and a clown. He was one of the original Keystone cops back in the day. And it was just a free-for-all. It was nuts. And that was Christmas Day. And it just always, it, like, I think for most people, it just always reminded me of family. And it's when family would come together 
And then that started going away in my teens. So I always go back to that. And then me and my mom and sister would always decorate the tree. And that lasted up till about into high school till we kind of got over it and were too Yeah, cool. when I lived with you guys, we still did the tree. Yeah, we still did the tree because my mom kept that tradition going. And when I, Come on, we're gonna mm-hmm. do we're gonna do it. We'd be like, oh, I'm going to a party. I'm fucking <laughs> seventeen now, <laughs> you know. Yeah. But we kept alive. It's a Christmas. It's just you know, all good things about it. It's the end. Of, it's also the the last holiday, so you like kind of take stock of everything and and look back over the year and stuff like that. You're all looking right. forward to a new year, and, and for me too. I mean, it is hectic during the holidays. But to me, even even like now, like driving home today, I told you guys I was I turned on they're playing Christmas carols on the radio. And first I'm like, are you kidding me? And then I'm like, oh, I like this song. <laughs> <laughs> and it you totally to like calmed Christmas me down. Songs. I'm in the total rush hour traffic on the 26 driving home and just a little agitated because I just want to hurry up, get home. And I turned that on and immediately I was like, <laughs> turn on the signal. I got over in the slow lane and just took my time listening to Christmas music. Okay, that's a great answer. That's cute. It's important to remember to take a deep breath and slow down during the holidays. Everybody gets so hectic. and Well, there's a lot of expectations that mm-hmm. not only are put on us, but we we put on ourselves. We want everything to like look freaking picturesque or outdo ourselves from last year or you know make it as cool as we can because we really love our family and want to surprise them. And sometimes just our freaking grand ideas are just not attainable yeah in the time or the financial situation that or location even that you're in so what, what about you what about me yeah. what? what's your favorite holiday and why well why'd you what did you think I, you said i think i know for mel i think i do but i what I'm, what is it I'm, jasper's birthday that's exactly oh, no. what i was gonna say <laughs> no, yeah that is it's exactly. not a holiday it's a, it's a family holiday um, i mean i don't you know how i am with favorites i don't really have favorites but I guess it's the the holidays where you get together with your families, you know, like not like what is a city without its music? The legacy of the New York Philharmonic is incredible. Nearly two centuries of history. That's a lot of music and a lot of stories. I was sitting on stage for the very first time thinking, I can't quite believe this is happening. Join me, Jamie Bernstein, as we explore the history of the New York Philharmonic. It's the NY Phil story made in New York, a podcast about a city, its people, and their orchestra. Listen wherever you get podcasts. I don't have a favorite. I don't have a favorite. I just really enjoy, like, the string of holidays that make that forces us to have to be together. You know what I mean? Like the season of it, because it's like, you know, once fall hits, then it's like Halloween, which I love. And sometimes we celebrate it more or less than others, which is fine with me. It doesn't matter. But that just kind of leads to the time where you and I first met. And then it kind of makes me feel nostalgic about it. And then it's your birthday heading into Christmas. And then that leads right into December which is my mom's birthday so like the last quarter of the year is very celebratory and holiday oriented so and it forces us to be together I, I don't care about holidays when I'm alone do you know what I'm saying like when you're alone but you, you, know, you haven't been alone no since no you were I'm, I'm saying like when you have to be like, like veterans day or memorial day oh, or oh yeah, uh, yeah. you know now that the kids are older, Easter, um, these kinds of hol- holidays mean something when you can share them is my point. And so for those, uh, you know, 4th of July has been another one of my favorites my whole life because of Sydney. And so I, I just don't have a favorite. My favorite thing about holidays is hanging out with my family. That's uh, And that's what I would have said with Mel being an being a observer of Mel over the years. Mel loves all the holidays. You get into them, especially like you're saying this last quarter, because I mean, those are the true yeah. landmark holidays. Mel celebrates them all and is the one. 
the one that I thanked her before for bringing the because that went away in my life pretty much for a while. Well, you were other, a single dude. Other than alone. when I would come visit you guys and visit my friends with kids and stuff, but moving up here, it brought it back into my life. Of okay, we're we're not gonna we're not doing Santa on the roof and all these yeah. stuff, but we're gonna we're gonna decorate. We're gonna make it nice and feel like the holiday that is upon yeah, us. Yeah, and Ryder really, I'll say this: Ryder, Ryder has too. really helps me because. You guys don't help decorate and don't really care about it, but you like when it's done. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that sucks for somebody who like is in the holiday spirit, like, yay, and you're like put up one stocking, like, okay, I'm done with it. Like, what about the f- banister? What about this? What about that? And so Ryder definitely keeps the holiday spirit going. And yeah, man, it's just being with my family, doing whatever, vacationing, cooking, going out to eat, shopping. I just like those times when we're all together. And if we're stamping, it's because it's a holiday. I'm down with it. Yeah. My, my other favorite part of it, too, that I needed to add into the Christmas part is because I do look like Santa. <laughs> I do love the co- fucking cold. Just the cold bit. is awesome. Like this weekend, I love that we hung out to like four in the morning outside on the patio when it was cold. It was as really shit. cold. It was freezing. You guys were bundled up like hiding under blankets. I'm in a long sleeve t-shirt and my sweatpants and totally comfortable. I, at one the point, cold. we were sitting out there and I was like, I have this strange, uncomfortable feeling and I don't understand what's going on. And then I went in and I got my jacket and I put it on and I came back out and I was like, oh, that strange, uncomfortable feeling was cold. I was going I was, numb. I was cold. And then I realized I was still cold and I was like, I need more warm things. And I came back in and got that blanket and I looked like an old Jewish man in a wheelchair all wrapped <laughs> yeah, up. Yeah, that I took a picture of, which we should post that picture. I will say this year so far, uh, Dia de la Muertos is something that, we don't we celebrated it i think last year too yeah yeah but we rocked that shit this year but it was really sweet and it was very touching and moving to do that and i really um i love that i love that we've been practicing spanish and we put up our little ofrenda and that was we got the little uh boy and girl uh dolls for halloween and it just it was really this year that was fun it was fun i i really appreciate you having us conduct that that because was that, that was special. that gave me a, that gave me a good for for a moment outburst it's hard to about corral you guys to do s- sweet sensitive meaningful things because you always throw it off and piss me off because i'm like trying to be all sweet and like then you're like give me that like loud freaking like you just <laughs> fucking say like start cursing or like storm off to go grit something in the middle of or- yeah and it's like Come on, man. I'm trying to be nice and sweet. Do got all these flowers, made these bouquets, and then you just fart and like ruin the whole we didn't vibe. This year. We, we did really good. No, really no, do that. no, you didn't. And, and it, it, it was, Aaron did when he was like taken off, and I was like, all right, we're gonna. And then the second I started to talk, you leave the room, and I'm like, what the hell? I'm trying to conduct this, and if you say something, we better sit down and watch, listen. But if I say something, you just, I was gonna be right back. Yeah, but I'm talking. I'm in the middle of it. <laughs> Sorry, Ma. Yeah. We were good this year. Absent-minded No, children, we were good, and I just like. loved... I I love being, you know, emotional and sentimental, especially with what we were doing. It was, this, so do I. It was an you, emotional, you sentimental happen. time. I realized I don't... I, I mean, you are always processing emotions the rest of your life yeah, with loved ones sure. that you've lost, and I, I had a really good cry that night or about my sister. Because I, I hadn't really stopped to realize that it had. I, I knew it was, but I hadn't realized it, processed it, that it's been 10 years, a decade since my sister passed. And to realize that that night, and then it didn't even cross me when I said, I was like, and your baby boy, my, my nephew is getting married in mm. April. And my sister would be so proud. And it made me, I was like, I was like, and your baby boy getting married, and then I like yeah. I had a little, little for a minute, and, I, and it made me feel so well, that good. That was the point. I was like right? smiling, and that's something that Mel has taught me 
that you've brought out in me is the smiling crying thing. <laughs> Smile crying. Like being I it's infect it's, it's infectious. I have now gotten to where where I'm like it's like that's a called cry crazy and apple. a giggle. No. It's like all the emotions, it's like the best bundle of emotions because yes. it hits everything at once. It and it's usually good. not extended. It's like, <laughs> then you're like, then you're like, oh, oh, okay, I feel like, so good. Yeah, it feels good to like, well, one, to be honest, I had been feeling really like I had noticed that I'd been like just forgetting stories about my uncle and and grandpa. You know, I'd been like, not that I'm forgetting who they were or who they are in my life, but like you if you don't bring them up and you don't talk about them and it fades it fades and they were the hugest you know besides you babe like the hugest impact of male in my life you know and I, I we see him every day because we have our altar up but at the same time it's easy to n- not see something in your house every day oh, that yeah. you walk yeah. by it, it, it just, just becomes part of the background noise. yeah which is another reason why i like to sh- stir things up by moving things around in the house every now and well, then because it makes it relevant again it's another reason that it's a perfect placement you picked of that is it's in the dining room yeah. and we make a habit of we usually eat at the table at least yeah. three four nights a week yeah so it's in there the family's with us yeah like when we're in our dining room that was that was rad Doing so, the, so I'll say that one for for myself. I'll okay. say that, that was my favorite one this year. Doing that this year felt different than in the other time that we've done it. Like, yeah, it, it everybody was focused. We, it was we started quiet. creating a ritual, you yeah. know, and and it, like, you could feel the energy of it mm-hmm. this year. Also, I, I think something like I mean, what we've just gone through in the flat, last few years makes you more in touch with your mortality. Yeah, and, oh, yeah, and how uh, fragile. Everything is. And just also, too, as you age, normal, general stuff, as you start to have more ailments and more maybe possibly things wrong with you, you just you do start to think about your mortality and like what you have left, not in a morbid way, but just the reality as of it. As far as like time is concerned. Yeah, time. It's real. Yeah. And no, but none of them up there thought like, oh, I'm going to, you know, be gone this day at this time. Nobody thinks that, but it's uh, a reality that day is coming yeah so it, yeah well i mean i know yours what thanksgiving yeah cool show's over no um i i do i love thanksgiving because you guys both set it up perfect like apple was like this time of year you know holidays it's hustle and bustle and then you were like well, you want to try and like outdo what you did last year. You want to, you know, make everything awesome for your family. And like Thanksgiving to me traditionally has been none of that shit. Like Thanksgiving is exempt from bullshit. It's (laughs) cooking with your family and hanging out. There's no pressure to like get the right gift or show up on the right day or like, you know, any of that bullshit. It's just like, our family's getting together. We're going to cook a dope meal. Yeah. We're going to eat. We're going to laugh. We're going to hang out and then fall asleep on the couch. Like, <laughs> what are you talking about? Can we do that every day? I that's, say, you got, I bet that's one of the highlights I know for you is when it's all over with and you get to go sit down on the couch. It reminds me of like Al Bundy. You just don't have your hand tucked no. down your pants. It's it, Dude, it's, there's, a, okay. What growing up with my family was insane. Okay. And not like, not in a traditionally traumatic, insane way, but my mom's side of the family, and this is for you, Sky Dog, is circus folk, like legit Ringling Brothers and Barnum and Bailey circus, circus people. Like my mom and my mom has <sighs> Molly and Judy, well, four sisters and two brothers had two brothers and her mom and dad, her dad was a gypsy grifter con man and 
when they were kids, they lived in St. Petersburg, Florida, and they didn't have any money because he would gamble all the time. And my mom's mom was schizophrenic, like legitimately schizophrenic, schizophrenic yeah. and would like disappear and shit and like become other people and whatever. So they were alone as a family. The kids were all the time. And there was a YMCA in St. Pete that had a trapeze at it. And so they would go to the Y to be around other people. So that's people. where that started. Yep. And so the they learned how to fly at the fucking YMCA in St. Pete um, and ended up joining the circus because of it. And that family's huge. There's four sisters, two brothers. Every one of them has kids. Yeah. Those kids have kids now. Like, it's a huge, huge family. And so Thanksgiving was um, utter insanity. It, so many people. So many people and, like, noise and commotion and, like, nobody had a big enough house to house everybody. So sometimes you would have to do it at two separate houses for real until later when I was a teenager and my mom had a little money and like the house was big enough and whatever. Yeah. Um, so when I married Mel and uh, we had our own family, it was like my chance to like, do it how I thought it be should your be your thanks. Yeah. And, and so at the end of the day, when I'm done cooking and like both of my kids are there, my wife is there, the dog is asleep. Like it feels like everything is right in the world to lay down on the couch yeah. and have that like in the house is fucking dope. Like the comfiest <laughs> security blanket family feel yeah, yep, ever yep because it's not I like mean, it's not that like insanity going on and you guys always say that was another fond memory of the cayuga house the thanksgivings there because in vegas like that's i i loved thanksgiving because i there's times i did four in a day no oh, yeah i've because I, I would be invited too. to all my friends and it'd be and i usually tried to end with you guys because that's where i felt the most comfortable and uh -huh. i wanted to lay on the couch and get the <laughs> other ones out, go make an appearance the others eat a little yeah yeah it, and i don't know that that uh it was nice when we were established and we had our home like to be the place where we don't have to go anywhere yeah but we were the somewhere. yeah we were the somewhere and so it, it felt <laughs> good to graduate because early on in our marriage we were doing that going to your mom's or going to my mom's or whoever's house it was and to be the the home base on a day of cooking and turkey and it just felt so good and not to mention i love to cook and i love to bake and so, like, I get to do those things for the people that matter the most. And nobody has to go anywhere. Everything's closed. You ain't fucking going nowhere. Like, it's. It, I said, I said, so, so I just got, I have to ask a question. Hmm. Aaron baked his first homemade loaf of bread last night. Well, not in it a, wasn't my first in a while. Oh, okay. No, yeah, yeah. I was gonna say no, you know, yeah, yeah, no, not your first in a really low. long while since actually. last season, pretty much this time of year. Yeah, I'm just wondering, would like, like, are we? What do we have? You know, no, I'm just, no, no. I know what happened. We all ate way too much, and we're like, okay, enough of the bait. Like, we had to take a break. Or okay. We're all going to yeah, end yeah. up like tipping the scales. Right. <laughs> we have more treats to look forward to this oh. holiday season. Oh yeah, man. <laughs> I. Well, we're definitely doing a Boston cream pie for his birthday. Yeah. We're going to do a little collaboration on that. Yep. Um, so That's another part of the fun holidays is baking last cooking. Yesterday, it was four something in the afternoon. It was dark outside already. And I was like, man, I want to bake some damn bread. I haven't baked bread in a long time. And we had like a a box and it was like. That was horrible. It was you like. A, me that. It, 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 it was like white bread 
mix in a box and it was just like the yeast and the flour water and whatever a kit a kit thank you mel and uh i was like this will be easy it'll only take a little while and i did it and it was so old that the yeast didn't rise and so it was just like a little brick it was the densest bread i have ever seen and held in my life first of all aaron goes let me shake I come home and he and he he was just pulling out these beautiful loaves that rose so nice, the puffiest, nicest bread ever. And he's all, "Oh, hold on, let me show you the one from the box I made earlier." And I'm expecting him to like show me a loaf over. On the he starts digging through the trash can, and I'm like, "What the fuck?" And he pulls this thing out and goes, "Here, feel this." It was a weapon. <laughs> it was it, 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 that thing is probably dried out. it's probably like a brick like a literal brick a now. it was so dense yeah. i couldn't believe it well then if it rained you'd be fucked but um <laughs> yeah it's so i was super bummed because i'm gonna bread nerd out so <laughs> normally you would like take the yeast and put it in warm water with some sugar or honey and then like let it boil up and then add the flour and all the other stuff to make your your dough well, this stupid kit was like, just put the warm water and the flour and the yeast in all at the same time. So you don't know if the yeast was active or not. Right. And I was excited. It was the first bread in a long time. Yeah. It was the first bread of the season <clears throat> and it didn't rise. And I, and I was like, you know what? I'm just going to fucking bake it anyway. I don't give a shit. Like, see what happens. See what happens. I saw what happened. And, and, and then I was like. I felt like I got challenged by the universe. I was like, oh, yeah? Well, watch this. So that's when I... It sparked. Yep. It's, it, it created that spark again, and now the forest fire. I was yeah. like it's drooling well, on myself on the couch waiting for you. It smells like all high, <laughs> stone to sleep on the couch, and every once in a while she would wake up and be like, that bread smells awesome. <laughs> fall back to sleep that's that funny. that's the worst part is like last night like you guys had already gone to bed and i got up to go have a glass of milk or something riders in the kitchen making a peanut butter sandwich and we're both just like like barely touching the bread yeah aaron has it wrapped in cloth and we know Tea it's towels. like it's like you don't touch this this is sitting and it's like the whole house smells like fresh bread it's still warm and we're both like just barely touching it like oh little bread loaves and we know we can't have any <laughs> okay. and then this morning i wasn't hungry i didn't get a piece till i finally came home today and oh my god so good yeah, um it's really good for those of you that don't know like i mean you could do whatever you want if you bake bread it's your bread do whatever the fuck you want <laughs> have at it throw it at the wall dance on it you can cut it right away but the deal is if you spend all that time baking the bread when you take it out of the oven the you want absolute, it hot. No, no, no. <laughs> yes, you do. That's true. Well, you you do, do want it hot. <laughs> the absolute worst thing you can do is cut into that bread while it's hot. That is the worst thing you can do. Can you tear into it while no. it's hot? No. Says, <laughs> says, says Mr. I can't wait for the pie to cool guy. Yeah. No. You're no, the yeah. worst. Of that. That's the same. It's more important with pie. Yes, pie it is. Needs to let to have that Aaron piece. makes these beautiful pies. Simon made these beautiful pies. Aaron could not wait for it to cool. And everybody knows what happens when you cut into a hot pie. It tastes delicious. You take a piece out and all the filling runs out yes. into that hole you just created and yeah, fucks so up the whole the filling, pie. Man. Uh-huh. You don't know what you're talking about. Anyway, I just love, I just had to point out that he, that just, he is a bread nerd. I, I there even, are, Aaron has rules and regulations when it comes to bread, but pie, fucking do what you no, want. No, do what you want. I, 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 if it's something sweet, that's it. No holds yeah, barred. You can't wait when it's a sweet thing. Uh-uh. I did start a sourdough starter, too. Yeah. Before. What's his, his name? name? Emil. Emil. Get it? Emil. Yeah, I know. You were very proud of that when I came home that day. Uh. Anyway. So, yeah, love Thanksgiving. It's fun. Family. Sweet. It's dope. <laughs> Hell yeah. And I love when people ask me at work, they're like, oh, what do you cook for Thanksgiving? And I was like, barely nothing. You guys love to cook and cook everything. So I just eat. I'll make one thing, well, maybe a salad or whatever. I barely cook. I love baking, too. I'm a fucking great baker. I love to cook, too. But I don't got to show off my skills. And so that's one of the reasons why well, I love Thanksgiving. Yeah, and yeah, I know you, we love it all more up here because Thanksgiving, Mel collects all different colors, kinds of leaves and everything. 
you handle like the decor part yeah. on Thanksgiving. You get like the centerpiece ready. True. You get all the decor stuff that ready. We each have our own thing. And I love it, the cooking thing. We each have our own things. Okay. Because one in my family is green bean casserole. I, I get it. Ask. Some people mm. don't like it. They think it's generic. You know, it, it's, I don't like it. it, it but I it, it's it. a staple for me. Aaron loves Every it. Every year. It, that's my yeah. thing. I make it. Last week, we upped it a little by using like Trader Joe's soup and some like classier green beans and things and just all canned stuff. But I love doing that. And I love doing the turkey. I Okay. There's yeah. a. My, I had competition with Simon, which was fun because Simon, Simon, me and Simon work well together. And I we love had Simon because he turkeys. pushes the boundaries of what traditional is. Like he'll still, okay, fine, let's make a turkey, let's make mashed potatoes, but he wants to like elevate it. And Aaron likes things the way he likes to have them. Yeah. Period. He wants he, if, to do like a teriyaki turkey for Thanksgiving. No, or some he's shit. like, well, no, so, well, sometimes, but he like wants to maybe cook it different. Spatchcocked. He wanted to do a spatchcocked turkey, and like, I love the idea. So what? Like, we know what a regular turkey tastes like. Let's try something different and fun. But the what I do love the same way every year. I already know. Yeah. Is a sweet potato puree. It's got to be like baby food. It's got to be a little bit sweet. It's got to be seriously hot. And Does that's it have my to favorite. have marshmallows? Do you like it with the marshmallows on it? See, that doesn't ma- that like it doesn't matter. Less. Yeah. Yes, I like it, but it doesn't need to have it to be perfect for me. It just needs yeah. to be so smooth that it tastes like baby food number one. <laughs> Not the, the not no, second a, stage baby food like the first day, like yes. when the baby has no teeth baby food. no teeth that's what I love with our house is we have trouble because you do that's the puree you do your mom's recipe that's that's what I the, mean uh, it's like uh, the oatmeal cranberry yeah, so that's what I was say, my favorite dish at Thanksgiving is you take canned yams and you mix it with um, oats and flour and a can of cranberry sauce. And then you cover it with oatmeal and brown sugar and flour and you bake it. And it's like a, a yam um, crumble. It's like, a, it's like a yam dessert, like casserole. So fucking like good. That, that I look for when, when October 1st hits, I'm thinking of that dish already. Yeah. Yep. What's, what's your favorite? The turkey is your favorite? No, the casserole. Green bean casserole. Uh, the green bean, green, it's, it, it, to me, I mean, turkey is like, it, it, that's a given. And pumpkin but, pie. But I freaking love pumpkin pie. green bean casserole is one of my favorite things. Okay. I know that's Sydney's favorite, too. She already sent me the the um, recipe of the one she wants me to make. I was like. Is it vegan? Yeah, yeah. What is it? A vegan what? Well, no, it's not. A, it's, a vegan pumpkin pie? Yeah, just a pumpkin pie with like the organic like okay. instead of Libby's, use this. Instead of this sugar, use that sugar. Like okay. you know, which see, me and Simon mm. are the ones that have pecan pie. Oh, I love is my is my Thanksgiving pie. pie. Are you Hell hungry yeah. yet? Out there listening us talk about food. Well, you know, I was talking. I was at work the other day. We we're talking about the holidays. And there's a lot of people who do not do traditional Thanksgiving, and I love that. Like idea. what they have, like Chinese food. Like they have a f- like one girl, her family does a full on seafood dinner with lobster tail and like oh that's cool, a whole thing. I remember one time I was helping people, and they were doing an entire Mediterranean feast, and each year they pick a different country, and they do the decor and the food. And everybody brings a different dish from that um, region. Um, it's just kind of a really cool thing to like switch up the tradition. But you guys really love that. It's really carved in this line with you. And that's why I was like saying about Simon, like he likes to change it up. It's true, well, right? That, well, that reminds that me. That is too. what that's what flounch is for. Well, and and, and we haven't had your, your poor flounch. sister in the last. Story. Wasn't it Jesse that brings something that's like awkward? Yeah, like pink to, salad. Oh yeah, like like different things. But it, I mean, it's always good, but it's something different. Yeah, and like it like doesn't fit in with the tradition. Yeah. I know I like what you're saying I mean because when it comes down to what it's all about is gathering and family so Mm -hmm. you know doing the non-traditional thing I know people that do that I remember one time when she couldn't do Thanksgiving and we did like a breakfast Thanksgiving and that was awesome because I mean Thanksgiving still is a day where you eat three meals but because you're cooking so much 
you kind of don't feel like it or you forget to do it or you just your appetite's different on that day or if you're in the kitchen all day you're snacking you're yeah. crazy throughout yeah. the so day you're not hungry everything. but it was nice to be able to wake up and like do like we had like a 10 30 11 o'clock like yeah, brunch i remember this and it was freaking bomb it was no th- traditional thanksgiving foods at all so you didn't get like too filled up on the same shit the same flavor profile and it was fun and that was a cute little tradition that we i mean it's not a tradition because we're not doing it again but it's a cute little thing that we did yeah i I, keep wanting to make giblet gravy simon's the only one down to make giblet gravy and eat it (laughs) not a huge fan but it reminds me of my grandpa and then i probably couldn't recreate it like my grandpa did that was his southern style yeah it's not traditional but i feel like i want cornbread this year we could do whatever we want. Yeah. yeah, man. We could, I don't know. I think that'd be a welcome thing. Corn, like corn muffins. muffins. Yeah. yeah some All right. Good cornbread muffins with the corn in it. Are you guys out there bored? Are you hungry? I, I'm, Maybe I'm both. I'm hoping you're hungry. This, you know what? <laughs> I was going to say, yeah, Friday's episode was all about uh, uh, food of Justin Coochie and restaurants. And uh, yeah, the holidays is about family and gathering and eating and sweets and baking. And yeah, man, if you, well, it, you, you know, it would be really cool if, if you're listening and you've got like that one holiday dish that you look forward to every year. If you would call the tepid line 971-808-1524 and leave us the recipe or just tell us about it, that would be super cool. I think that would be really neat. And then we could play it on our Thanksgiving episode. Yeah. So that's a great idea. I'm talking to you. You you right there that's contemplating whether you should pick up your phone and dial the number. Do it. Um, Get off the fence. So, yeah, we don't have any shows coming up. The, The next show... That ghost light, ghost light, December tenth, yeah. December tenth, and then um, oh, Mel and I are going to Mexico to see what? fish. What? Oh, what is shit. that? February twenty third. Oh, okay, February twenty third, and then so um, we're starting to see a lot more like winter tour things pop up with dates for January, February. Yeah, Get I'm sure. Kitchen dwellers with Lindsay Lou, February eleventh, I think. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Cool. Um, yeah, shit's starting to pop up. Dirt wire is uh just popped up with their winter tour they're coming here and then i think in march uh we have an umfrey show i'd love to see dirt wire again yeah me too and then we have skull and roses and hey today's the day uh skull and or no no friday Friday was the day friday the lineup for skull and roses is out so go to uh at skull and roses ventura on instagram or go to skull and roses google it and uh check out the lineup for that because i have a sneaking suspicion you're going to be amazed i think i'm going to be amazed along with you we're going to be there we are we'll all be amazed together we'll be there as a family it's become a little fun tradition speaking of traditions yeah. Yeah, in case everybody's forgot year. there is a beach yeah. <laughs> and maybe we'll get to it this year yeah <laughs> or next year no i never went down to the no. beach this year uh-uh. no we did uh, not. We'll have to remedy that. I stood year. like out in the parking lot and stared at the ocean, but it never went down. I, to I'm going to make both of you a promise this year. Your tour manager would do a much better job at booking accommodations this year. Okay. Oh, that, that, that's I mean, fair. I think that you generally do that. It just, it was a oh, couple, that, it's a couple stinkers this year. And so what? We're over it. Yeah. That was bad. We're over that it. That was bad. It's all good. We're but anyway, better. Um, we love you guys. And uh, we'll be back on Friday with... I like talking about the holidays with I you guys. I do too. That was fun. That was really fun. Yeah. I don't know what's coming out this week. We got Grassy Sounds. Um, got a few different yeah, things in the can in the right bag. Now. There's this and that. Oh, I just want to mention one thing. It's Monday. Um, I, I, we're, I, I've been brushing up on them, if you're not aware of them. Uh, give a listen to Hot Buttered Rum. Ooh, we yeah. got an interview coming up with, with Eric, Eric Yates uh, next week. I've been uh, really binging on their stuff. Me too. Eric and, is a Portland native, by the way. Is he? Yep. Okay, that's that's dope. But yeah, you can go you can go check them out, the new album. Uh, I had it pulled up. Now my and, Apple and also is um, with me. Shine All Night. That's the name of their new album. Sorry. Uh, take a listen to um, uh, Alex and Will. Oh, Sacred Hollows album that just dropped on Friday. Oh, yeah. Um, their new oh album gosh. is amazing. Those guys, 
continue to blow my mind. They win favorite new band of 2022 for me. Sacred Hollow. Hell yeah. Yeah. yeah uh, well, guys, shit. That's a yeah, hard. You, can, that yeah, can't you can't just, say that. That's a it, blanket there's statement. There's, yeah, Eggy. And, at this, yeah. at this moment. At, that's, that's what came to mind. Right. Okay, yeah. so their uh, new album, Brightest of Days, is streaming everywhere Friday. And so if you didn't catch it, go back and listen to it. It's amazing. I figured out a better way to say it. Sickard Hollow is my favorite new band of the last quarter of 2020. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. So, yeah, it was a, as usual, have a wonderful Monday. We got lots more things coming up. We are in the holidays. We love you guys. So Take care of each another. other. Smile at a stranger. Safety third. Hydrate. Make something good. Yeah. You know, it, it doesn't have, today's not Thanksgiving. I get it. Go home. Make some bomb-ass mac and cheese. Make a hot turkey sandwich. Have some roast beef. Go eat something. We and, love you And guys. root for the Philadelphia Eagles. You don't have to do that. Undefeated. <laughs> tell you about the april may 2023 issue of relics magazine features a dave matthews band cover story with additional articles and interviews with the national graham nash wayne shorter alo ivan neville our friend eric krasno and stanton moore marty stewart and much more check out the latest version of relics and subscribe now at relics.com dmb thanks relics Hey, this is Steve Choi, host of the Musicians Guild podcast, part of the Sound Talent Media Podcast Network. Within the four walls of the Musicians Guild, we'll be discussing the habits, idiosyncrasies, experiences, and general psychology of my friends and peers, all involved with music in various capacities. Listen and subscribe at soundtalentmedia.com.